Why we're still so obsessed with the Salem witch trials. Teen Vogue. The 19th of October 2021. It's hard to imagine that the sleepy, bucolic New England town of Salem, Massachusetts, was once known for atrocity, paranoia, and murder. Driving along its winding roads, the proclaimed witch city has no shortage of shops offering spell castings and divination, potions, herbs, and pendulums. A bewitched statue commemorates the filming of the iconic 1960s show, the official Salem Witch Museum features mannequin reenactments, and the Salem Police logo even features a witch riding a broomstick. At All Hallows' Eve, you can see eager tourists dressed in pointy black hats, and scores of Sanderson sisters look-alikes. These joyful scenes are a far cry from 1692, when mass hysteria and collective paranoia led to the wrongful imprisonment of more than 150 innocent Salem residents, including a four-year-old child, and the execution of 19 victims, most of whom were women. Their crime was witchcraft. So what happened? How did we get from there to here? It turns out the Salem witch trials were just one small example of a phenomenon that spanned continents and centuries, targeting women as a corrupting force and persecuting them for perceived societal ills. From a sociocultural perspective, says journalist Heather Green, author of Lights, Camera, Witchcraft, accusations of witchcraft are a weapon thrown at women. It's not only a derogatory label that's associated with women, it's also a term that's been used to define the evil aspects of femininity. And that comes from Malleus Maleficarum, a 15th-century handbook written by Johann Sprenger and Heinrich Kremer, on how to figure out if someone was a witch, how to find them, out them, and how to kill them, Green explains. In 1630, the Massachusetts Bay Colony was an early English settlement consisting mostly of Puritan refugees. Salem was slated to be its shining city, a beacon on the hill, says Emerson W. Baker, a professor of history at Salem State University and author of A Storm of Witchcraft, The Salem Trials and the American Experience. It was meant to be a Christian utopia, one that the rest of the world would look upon as an example of harmony and peace. But even the pilgrims found the Puritans too strict in their ways. Puritans were seeking their own version of religious freedom. They were a pretty intolerant lot, freedom for themselves to practice and worship God as they saw fit. It was really a religious colony, a religious experiment, Baker says. And they had been fighting for their way of life for years before coming to America. Maureen McLeod, an assistant professor of history at Mercy College, agrees, the Puritans were pushed from England, Holland, then they're pushed again from England, and then they go to Massachusetts, she says. There's a lot of mental anguish that comes with being pushed from multiple countries for your beliefs. It's really fascinating. They're coming for this religious freedom, but the Puritans are religiously intolerant.